Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to lovely Austin, Texas, and this is Tim and Julie Harris. We're broadcasting live, and of course, this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. So, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. It's going to be a great show. So we have a fun topic today, and by fun, I mean we're going to kind of make fun of ourselves. So some of you will enjoy that. Others of of you will hopefully learn. Well, all of you will hopefully learn a lot about basically what real estate coaching is all about. Uh, We're going into the time of year where a lot of agents start uh, they become reflective, right? What could they have done differently? What what do they need to continue doing? you know, in order to basically either pick their businesses up or take them to the next level. So a lot of folks start looking for real estate coaches this time of year. So we're going to be talking about, um, and this is the fun part, we're going to be talking about 10 reasons why you might not be ready or, frankly, why a real estate coach might not be the best fit for you. Um, we're going to be getting into a lot of detail. And, and, you know, even though we're making fun of our industry, because that's really mostly what we're going to be doing today, the reality of it is is that these are points you should be taking seriously because a coach is not – of the right move for some of you. It is not, uh, you're not either of the right mindset. Uh, some of you just aren't really uh, coachable. And others of you, maybe you are not needing a real estate coach. You're needing someone who specializes in some other aspect um, that will help you develop your business or personal life. So maybe you just need someone specifically as like a financial coach or a life coach or something like that. So we're going to be talking about all that on today's radio show. So I've had a handful of – Julie and I both still coach a handful of agents, and, of course, Julie coaches all of our coaches, and we have, you know, hundreds – well, I mean, truthfully, we have thousands of coaching clients. And so the reality of it is is we have all these interesting um, conversations that that happen indirectly with our coaches and with our clients that are, in in essence, with all of you guys. Because when we talk to one of our coaches who has several dozen clients, well, in essence, we're hearing from them what you're telling them to report back to us about what's happening in their markets. And so – I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis of what we see happening, and I want you to really think about what you need to be doing to take advantage of what we're describing for you. In all the years we've been coaching and all the years we've been selling real estate, which combined is over 20 years, um, I've never seen a um, start of the fourth quarter with this much overall activity happening pretty much in every market in the country. So there is an absolute uh, mad rush, it would seem, to purchase homes right now. So the market was a little slow towards the end of the summer, and now it's picking up in the fall. Now, there are typically, in, in the fall, there's typically a, an uptick in the market in September, um, maybe part of October, and then it slows off in November, December. But we're, in, we're actually not seeing that, and uh, that's happening in all price ranges and all different markets across the country. So there are a whole bunch of reasons why that's probably true, um, and a lot of them are going to have to do with your individual market. Maybe employers are hiring, but on a macro level, uh, interest rates are still down, but people are fearful that interest rates are going to go up. Um, there's lots of positive economic news, you know, all those types of things that are happening. But a lot of folks are just, frankly, just trying to get in before the holidays. So take advantage of this market. If you if you have listings and you're not getting offers, let alone showings, you need to do price adjustments. If you're if you've got buyers that are fence setting, you need to remind them that really a lot of homes typically traditionally do come off the market. Um, you know, come into October. So if they're serious, they need to make a decision quick. Otherwise, their their available inventory of homes to choose from is going to diminish. Oh, and by the way, 
the interest rates will be going up. This time of year, where you the, the headwind that all of us have emotionally is a lot of you guys have worked really, really hard this year. And you're looking for the opportunity to start kicking back, to start saying, okay, I've worked hard enough. You know, I feel it this time of year. Everybody feels it this time of year. Don't let that happen to you because as we've been preaching to you since August, your 2016, 17, your following year, in other words, has already started. And so you've got to be thinking in terms of what you're supposed to be doing now that's going to benefit you in the next 90 to 120 days. So in order to do that, what I want you to do is I want you to make a list of what you want to have accomplished um, 90 days from now. And don't have it be any more than maybe like five things. And those five things would be a total number of houses you should have on contract, the total number of new listings you're going to take. But also, it's a good idea to start uh, maybe making a list of the projects you want to complete that aren't necessarily the types of projects you should be doing during the, maybe the peak selling uh, months of the year. So those would be your deciding on which, um, you know, maybe CRM you want to use, maybe getting a direct mail campaign started, uh, maybe drilling down on uh, starting to, you know, scale your team, whatever, whatever. Those types of activities are what's supposed to happen this time of year because of the fact that there's going to be less activity, despite the fact that we're, all, we're obviously experiencing a seller's market. But during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, and believe it or not, even during Halloween, there are uh, perfect opportunities for you to kind of catch up on some of the stuff that are still on your to-do list that's probably been there for the last six or, six or eight months. Julie, so before we get to our topic today, I know you mm-hmm. had some clients you wanted to acknowledge, correct? Absolutely. So starting with John Westfall in Redding, California. John is doing a killer job at knowing his spokes that we've taken some time to build. And he has identified that, though he is having a pretty fantastic year, we have six homes to go based on his average net commission. So John is super laser-focused on getting to those six deals. Instead of kicking back and saying, "Eh, I'm going to coast the rest of the year, done pretty well, we know he's got to do exactly six deals. So he's gotten excellent at knowing his numbers. So shout-out to John, doing a killer job in Redding, California. And to my Gene and Jen team in Illinois, Gene and Jen are absolutely on track to meet or exceed 100 transactions this year based on the number of listings they have that are sellable, their pendings, and what they've already done. So kudos to Gene and Jen in Illinois. They're doing a really fantastic job. And so we have recalibrated their goal to hit it, that 100 mark, with closed and pending by November 1st. That way they get to celebrate all of December, and we're already on top of their fourth quarter goals and their goals for next year. So there's no coasting, but they are going to give themselves a little breath in the month of December because it's well-earned, hitting it by November 1st. So really they've got two months, but we're already doing some great goal setting. So kudos to you gals out in Illinois, the Gene and Jen team, doing a fantastic job there at REMAX Alliance. So um, those are my two shout-outs. And I heard you say with both of those agents that you were giving recognition to that they are focused on building their inventory now. They're not allowing themselves to slack off. They know that there's going to be natural, normal slowdowns over the holidays, and they're going to exploit those and take some downtime and maybe do a little bit of traveling. That's what you and I always used to do when we sold real estate. We we would vacation when uh, it was easy for us to take time off without worrying about not servicing our customers, you know, over Christmas and over the New Year's and all that good stuff. So, guys, listen, bottom line, really understand that if you want to have a fantastic next year, you've got to really be drilling down now. Don't let it get by you. So, One of the things a lot of you are doing is you're contemplating hiring a real estate coach. Yesterday, Julie, did I tell you this? Yesterday we had over 5,000 people listen to the radio show. Yeah. And 
I can pretty much guarantee you that we don't have uh, we didn't have five thousand people basically sign up for coaching yesterday. I think I probably would have got a memo from someone in our company letting me know we that know. We, you know we had that happen. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing: there's thousands and thousands of you that listen to us every single day, and thousands and thousands of you obviously are contemplating hiring a real estate coach, or you would be listening to us. You're getting hopefully valuable information that's helping you to stay motivated, stay focused, make money, be in service to other folks. Um, and you are thinking about hiring a real estate coach. But before you go down that path, we want to share with you 10 reasons why you might not want to hire a real estate coach. Because, again, and it's important you recognize this, you might not be a good fit to be a coaching client. And, it's, you know, a lot of folks like to try to blame something like the coach for their lack of success with coaching. And sometimes that is the truth. I mean, there's not all, you know, the world, unfortunately, isn't wall-to-wall great real estate coaches. Um, I mean, we get a lot of folks that were with other coaching organizations that do join our coaching uh, company because they joined a, um, a competitor's coaching company and they didn't get what they were looking for. And I suppose that happens also with folks that were with our coaching company and maybe didn't get what they were looking for. I mean, and that happens, right? But what I want all of you to do is I want you to take seriously the fact that you, at the end of the day, are the reason that coaching will or won't work. So we're going to give you 10 reasons why. It's kind of counterintuitive, but why Coaching might not work for you, and we're going to try to have fun with this and give you guys some real-life examples. Uh, so, Julie, let's just jump right in. All right, perfect. So why it might not be right for you? Well, it's possible that you already know absolutely everything. You've heard it all before multiple times. Now, a great coach would ask you, that's fantastic, probably we all have, but did you implement who's holding you accountable? So you've got to really deal with that thought. If that's popping into your head, well, I already know everything. I've heard it all before maybe you're not going to be that responsive to coaching. You've got to think about that. And occasionally we have people that slip through the filter, and we have great coaches that will get through to you and overcome that. But if that's your approach from the beginning, it makes it a lot harder. So second one is maybe you get free coaching in your office. I mean, how many times have we heard that one, Tim? Well, I don't need a coach. I got free coaching in my office. Well, Julie, let me let me yeah. let me tag on to the first point and the second point that you sure. just said, okay? Mm-hmm. So I had a great coaching call this morning with um, Rob in Greenwich, Connecticut. I won't use his last name. Mm-hmm. Rob is somebody who sells houses that are in the multi multi million dollar price ranges. Okay, um, very successful agent, really a great pleasure to coach. Um, interesting the challenges uh, that he has with selling homes that are ten, twenty, thirty million dollars, but it, you know it's fun. So Rob and I generally talk about more or less the exact same things on every coaching call. And he and I talked today about the fact that, well, there's a list of five things that really he's, you know, been focused on getting done for pretty much, I don't know, two, three months. And I asked him, and I ask him on every call, how are these projects coming along? What can we be doing? What's the next step to get these things, you know? And (laughs) he told me, that one of the main reasons that he has me as his coach is to remind him of all the things that he should be doing on an ongoing basis, even the minutiae things, and to hold him accountable to getting them done. So he doesn't want to go from you know where he is to basically having, say, for example, a staff of 10 people. He wants to take small baby steps, and he wants to essentially do everything right the first time. And so that's what we do in our coaching calls. Very successful agent, very frankly wealthy uh, agent, uh, and his coaching calls are all about the getting the basics right. And sometimes, guys, when you're asking yourself, or I read this sometimes where agents will say, well, the coaches, they all say the same thing. 
to a certain extent, that's actually true because the fundamentals of being successful at real estate or anything else are basically the same. Scheduling, time blocking, having, a dis, uh, having discipline, or as we say, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Those are all the basics of being successful at being a rock climber, being a pilot, being a great surgeon. It doesn't matter. And a lot of times what, you, what you'll find is that when you aren't successful at something or you aren't getting out of your business what you hope to get out, it is not because you don't under, understand the concepts or you don't understand maybe even the you know, you have our scripts, or, but they just, for some reason, it's not clicking with you. Well, it's because you haven't accepted the very uh, fundamental idea that you have to do the actual actions, and you have to be following a schedule, and you have to do it even when you don't feel like doing it. And not only do you have to do it, but you have to do it at the highest level so you get actually consistent results. That's where a coach comes in, helping you, as we like to say, move things around in your attic. You know, your head is your attic, right? So move things around in your attic to help you uh, – absolutely positively move forward as quickly as you can and not allow the things that are holding you back to continue to hold you back. Oftentimes, and this is what's really fun about being a coach, oftentimes it's only a few things that are holding someone back from becoming really successful. And and skills definitely is one of them. But the other two, the other three things that are holding people back are almost always their mindset, almost always has something to do with their uh, ability to visualize their success, their ability to uh, accept the fact that they're salespeople. So let's, you know, accept the fact that to be a salesperson, you might as well be the world's best salesperson. Accept the fact that your job is to be of service to other people. When you move past these sort of mindset hurdles that all of us go through um, on our success, on our road to success, once you are willing to accept the fact that you need to master those mindset issues, then everything else pretty much becomes easy. And then when you're exposed to the right scripts, the objection handlers, the uh, listing presentation, the pre-listing patch, all the other stuff that we give you as part of our coaching program, when you see all that stuff in your mindsets in an alignment, then you're completely unstoppable. But if you have access to the skills and the tools, but you don't have the right mindset, that is oftentimes what the coach's uh, job is to help you do, figure out why it is, even though you have the same tools that uh, the agent in your office does who's super successful, you have the exact access to the exact same information. What is it that they're doing that you're not doing? Again, it's usually two or three small little mindset issues, and once you move past those things, the world opens up to you. And that's what's really exciting. So, Julie, that wasn't point number three, but point number three is? Well, it's definitely related to point number three, which is maybe accountability isn't for you. There are... are clients or potential coaching clients out there that, you know, maybe they're not in coaching yet because they really don't want to deal with somebody holding them accountable. That would be their coach. So that's something to be introspective about. Why are you hiding out from your success if that's your stance? You don't like accountability. Well, I didn't get into real estate to be held accountable. I got into real estate so that I could do whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it, right? I mean, that's a typical real estate agent's mindset. So what is your philosophy on accountability would be a question to ask yourself when you're considering signing up for coaching. You know, we don't believe in the pound you into oblivion type of accountability and make you feel bad about everything. We believe in holding you accountable to the goals that we set forward together that you believe in and getting you there faster with less pain to you, right? So there's like this I, I think some agents have this thing about accountability that it's going to be too painful. That's not our type of coaching. We want to get you to where you want to be. Does that make sense, Tim? Well, you know, absolutely. And the the challenge is, is that, and I read these in comments sometimes on different websites, 
you know, I don't need, I can't believe some agents need, you know, people to hold them accountable. But you know the but truth is, guys. they would pay guys, somebody to hold them accountable, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, the, and I get it. Some of you guys out there are skeptics because you've never, maybe you've had a coach before. Maybe it was back in high school and it didn't work out for you. Maybe that coach was too, I don't know, authoritative. It doesn't really matter. The fact is, is that you will not find a single person on the face of the earth that has been that is at the top of their game in any industry, be it a sport or uh, business or whatever, that doesn't have a coach. They just don't exist. And sometimes they're formal coaching relationships like we would have with you guys, or sometimes they're more informal coaching relationships. Maybe it's a mentor. You know, I could think of lots of examples in sports, but the, the bottom line is is that all of us need to have somebody or somebodies uh, to hold us accountable to getting things done. It can be your spouse. Sometimes it could be, your, you know, if, you're, if that's the type of relationship you have, I have that type of relationship with Julie. She holds me accountable to stuff, and I hold her accountable to stuff. It works. That's I understand is a unique uh, thing that not a lot of marriages have, but it works for us. Whereas others of you, that's the last thing you'd want from your spouse. So, you know, these are the types of things that really a coach brings to the table is, as Julie said, asking you specifically what your goals are. We're not assigning goals to you, or we're not judging what you're saying. We're going to help you go through the real estate treasure map, which is our, our business plan, you know, and you're going to discover, self-discover really what it is that's important to you. And then we're going to decide with you what the time frame is, realistically how long it should take to get certain things done. And then you move forward, and that's it. And the cool thing is, is you'll actually be able to look back every 30 days, every 60 days, every 90 days, and you'll see your progress. And that's exciting. You know, that's what's really fun, again, about being a coach is because when you have, like it's happening this time of year, when you have an opportunity to sort of take a breath, you're able to look back 90 days, and you're just say, hey, look what we got done. That's fun, you know, especially when agents are realizing that um, they're becoming successful. They're doing the things that they always said they, they would do. They're starting to live the lives that they've always hoped that they would live. And, and those who are already on the top of the mountain enjoying the view, they're, they're realizing that they can actually ascend to a totally new level in their lives. Um, that's what coaches do. That's what coaches do if you let us do what we are, frankly, uh, trained to do. So next point, Julie. Okay, so the next point is you might not need a coach if you think it's okay to just buy all of your leads. You know, when we know some of you guys do that and that you think that that's okay. And we have some coaching clients that do pay for their leads. That That's not really the issue. The issue is do you have the skill to do anything with it? And are you willing to become someone who doesn't have to buy all of your leads? That's something to consider, right? So we teach you to move forward with that uh, on your own skill, okay? And, yeah, that takes some work, so you've got to think about that. Point number five, you're building a team, and they're going to do it all for you. So how many times have we heard that one, Tim, right? So I don't need a coach because I've got a team, and I'll just, uh, you know, delegate all of that. And how many of you guys know super successful team leaders that are fantastically wealthy, so think about that Well, one. so your, your point is, mm -hmm. Julie, is that uh, the agent doesn't take the time to learn the skills necessary to do the job right. themselves. Because they don't and think they get should have to. They'll just hire somebody to do it for them. Right. So we get free coaching call requests, and our coaches that do the free coaching call requests will chat Julie and I, and they'll say, I've got an agent on the phone who basically wants to build a team, but they, have, they don't know how to lead generate themselves. They don't know how to go on pro you know, listing appointments themselves. They don't know how to pre-qualify. So they haven't learned the skill sets themselves. So agents like that, 
who actually believe that they can uh, somehow build a, uh, a, an assembly of people around them to do all the skills-based work and become successful, those are, those are uncoachable people. Those agents will not listen because True. they have fooled themselves into thinking that they can actually skip the heavy lifting, the learning part, the mastery part of this business. And you can't. You can't hire out your weakness. Now, Please understand, I'm not saying that someone who's really good at lead generating, pre-qualifying, going on appointments, negotiating contracts and closing contracts and closing, you know, closing deals, I'm not saying that person should be spending their time doing administrative work. Quite the opposite. But what I am suggesting is that the last thing you want to do is believe that somehow a team is going to replace what should be your primary effort, which is lead generation, pre-qualifying, going on appointments, negotiating contracts, and closing contracts, right? Those should be your primary objectives. Everything else, yes, you should eventually delegate because your highest and best use, once you have mastered those skills, is focusing on those dollar productive activities. Next point, Julie. All right, so the next point is number six, uh, and this one drives me particularly insane. You don't think you need a pre-listing package, something we teach in coaching, because you've never needed one yet. Why would you wait for your luck to run out on that, right? That's one of the number one things that people sign up for coaching for to make them stronger listing agents. Maybe you haven't needed one yet because you've only been working with friends and family and referrals. Your luck will run out. Don't wait until that happens. Point number seven, related, you don't need a listing presentation. Winging it has been just fine for you until it's not, right? And that a lot of people sign up for coaching when they thought they had a really killer listing and then they were just completely blindsided because of some key skill that they were missing, somebody else got that listing away from them. So don't wait but for your Julius, to run out. Isn't that ultimately the reason that most agents never actually um, go outside of their centers of influence and past clients for business? Absolutely. Be- it's taking because a they don't know how to ki- Right. Well, because they don't know how to compete. They don't have a pre-listing package that's competitive. They don't have a listing presentation that's competitive. They're relying on essentially, um, you know, friends and family to basically send them leads. And, guys, that does work to a certain extent. Eventually, you're going to run out of centers of influence and past clients to send you business. So if you want to grow your business, remember one of our philosophies is you have to have at least seven lead generation spokes. Centers of influence and past clients are definitely one of the spokes. But if you're not developing the other spokes, the ones that do require skills, the ones that do require that you learn how to be competitive, the ones that make it so that when you go on a listing appointment, when you have these skills, you know no matter who you're competing against, you're going to take the listing. You know, that's where the true excitement comes from. If, if you guys find your passion, you know, your real excitement about this business ebbing and flowing, well, let me tell you, when you are going on a listing appointment every day, that you're competing for, you're going to be excited every single day because that is fun, especially when you know you have a phenomenal listing presentation. You know you have a phenomenal pre-listing pack that generally will get the listing for you before you get there. When you've done that kind of work ahead of time, you are really, really excited. But, yeah, there are agents out there who, you know, because they've been basically building their businesses around centers of influence and past clients, it's gotten them to usually 15, 20 units a year, they're saying, you know what, this is good enough. I don't need a listing presentation. I don't need a formal pre-listing pack. I don't need to actually take my business to the next level. Those agents are generally not coachable because they think they've got it all figured out, and to Julie's point, until they don't, until they're in a competitive situation. And then they realize that had they just basically listened to this radio show and all of our previous ones, they would have ended up taking that listing. Julie, next point. 
Next point is maybe you just don't believe in doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. Maybe you're just going to stick to your guns on that and nobody's going to tell you to do things that you don't want to do in spite of the fact that those are the very things that will make you a lot more money, a lot faster and easier in this business. Maybe that's your prevailing thought. If that's the case, you are uncoachable. If you just don't believe in doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, much less at a very high level uncoachable. Don't sign up with us because not a single one of our coaches is going to let you get away with that. So point number nine, you didn't get into this business to have somebody tell you what to do. You're not going to pay somebody to tell you what to do, right? Well, so the thing is, doing the things that you're doing the way you're doing them, if you're not at the income that makes you happy with your goals in life for yourself and your family, maybe that stance isn't working out for you. So you've got a choice to make. Are you going to stick to that and stay uncoachable? Or are you going to open yourself up to someone helping you? And point number 10, and we warned you that we were kind of poking fun at things, maybe, you know, who needs a buyer agency agreement or a buyer presentation or scripts or that kind of thing that we teach in coaching? After all, buyers always do what they say, <laughs> right? So who needs all of that stuff? I'll just wing it with my buyers as well. And, you know, that's one of the most frustrating things that you guys say on your free coaching calls is I need more help getting these buyers in contract. Well, I mean, where else are you going to get a buyer agency agreement, buyer presentation, buyer scripts, lead follow-up scripts, all of these things that work to help you make more money in less time with less stress, not just to your clients, but especially to yourself and your family. So you don't have to struggle, but we recognize with these 10 points that we've presented today that some of you guys are going to stick to the struggle and you're not going to be coachable. So if that's the case, maybe coaching isn't for you. What are your thoughts, Tim? Well, yeah, well, so you cut through all 10 of these points and you ask yourself, okay, so all these points should be sort of self-evident. Maybe you recognize some of your own thoughts and behaviors in these points. We tried to keep them lighthearted, but you guys get the the idea. We we run across this every single day. Agents who will sign up for our coaching and then will, you know, essentially our system that you get when you sign up for our coaching is comprehensive. It's basically every aspect that you need to run a successful real estate business. It's been tested in every market and every price range. It's literally every single aspect that you need, scripts, objection handlers, your pre-listing pack, your listing presentation, your buyer's presentation. There's nothing that we left out of our system. It's called Real Estate Coaching Essentials. So you get all of that. So someone joins our coaching program, they're interested, in, or at least they think they're interested, and then you start saying, okay, well, here's how it works. Here's what you need to do to uh, handle this objection from this type of seller. Here's what you need to do to deal with this type of situation or problem or whatever. And then you give them the information. You tell them what to say. You tell them how to say it. And yet they, they refuse. They resist. So then you start asking yourself as a coach, why is this person resisting something that I know will make them better? And the answer is, is because they don't actually want to succeed. They don't act – they aren't – for whatever reason – they might not even consciously know this. They don't actually want to become successful. Maybe their environment is not reinforcing the idea of them improving personally. Maybe they're skeptical. You know, all of us, some, I'm certainly a skeptic, and a lot of other people are too. So maybe a natural, your natural skepticism, which really is, by the way, just an ego reaction to uh, new information, right? So when your inner skeptic says, well, that won't work in my market or that won't work because of this or that or the other without actually having to uh, try to implement it, those are the types of thoughts that if you really start writing them down, why is it that I'm not um, embracing uh, new ideas? Why is it that I'm not experiencing the best real estate, uh, you know, my best real estate market of my career? Why am I not making more money? And you start really being introspective about your answers. I'll, I'll save the effort. Where you're going to get to is your belief in your ability to be successful. 
your belief that you deserve to be successful, your belief that you can handle the success once it comes your way. Again, we hear this all the time. We have agents that will join our coaching program, and maybe they've listed a handful of houses per year, and now all of a sudden they're looking at, you know, having a constant inventory of 10 houses, 15, 20 listings for, you know, or more, and they're freaking out. They've never had that level of success before, and so they haven't developed the belief structure that parallels the success that they're starting to experience. Those are the types of things that we as coaches will recognize and help you guys figure out so that it, it doesn't railroad your success. If you've ever seen, and, and if you guys think about this, this is especially true in real estate, folks that have, you know, sometimes it's great months and really bad months. You know, it's not cash flow, it's cash spurts. Or they have great years and really bad years. Sometimes what you'll see is people will have uh, great spans of three to five years, and then they'll screw it up somehow. You know, think about people you guys know in this industry, and generally speaking, people will ascend to a certain level of success, financial security, then they'll get there, and that's when it's absolutely critical that they reset their goals to a higher plane, and in many cases, that's where they need to have a coach help them do that, and if you don't, uh, if you aren't self-monitoring, being introspective about what's going on with your head, what people have a tendency to do is they'll then railroad their success. They'll start creating financial problems. They'll start creating issues that will put them back to the bottom of that hill again because they reached this summit. They realized that they didn't know where to go from there. It was kind of lonely up there, right? The air is rare at the top, and now they don't know what to do next. But they're real familiar what to do when they're struggling to get up to the top. So then they start putting themselves back there. They screw some things up. They uh, misjudge a market. They, for example, aren't generating listings during this time of year that leads into the spring with not enough inventory, and so they have a slow start to the year. These are the types of things that you guys all need to be constantly monitoring or having a coach help you monitor. And when you do that, you can have ever-increasing, constantly improving uh, qualities of life, Financial, uh, you know, your your security. That's going to financial security is something all of you should be enjoying. But how about abundance? How about, you know, here's an amazing thought. A lot of people still to this day believe that your quality of life does not improve with the, uh, your your balance in your bank. It does, of course, it does. You have less stress. There's been countless studies have done that uh, shows that people are happier when they have more money. And, and, you know, it, it, as we enter into this, you know, it, this is kind of a political thing anymore, right? How can you tell me, Tim, that, you know, the more money you have, the happier you are? Well, it's true because you have less stress. You have fewer things to worry about. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, where your income's coming in 90 days. I want all of you guys to be there, and you can be there, especially in this type of economy, especially in this type of housing market that's ever-improving. You just got to really focus and drill down and accept the fact you do deserve success. You do deserve financial prosperity. You do deserve to have an ever-increasing quality of life. You just have to take the first step. And sometimes that's just requesting a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Julie, can you think of anything else here as we round the bend? Yeah, well, just open yourself up to the possibility that it's easier when you have a coach. We think of ourselves as co-pilots helping make sure that you land the plane after you've taken it off, right? And just make it so much easier. I don't know why anybody would go through this business, as challenging as it is, without having somebody have their back. I mean, that's a large part of coaching is keeping the train on the tracks that you say these things are important. We're going to make sure you implement what gets you there and do it faster and easier. There's so many learning curves that we can save you from 
and save the anxiety and the you know the stress and losing money over by just having a great coach that's been there and done that. So open yourself up to the possibility that it's easier and it's actually a lot more fun to do it that way. That's my call. Well, so free so coaching much, calls so for much, agents. Try it out. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, well, it's so much faster, right? I mean, why do you mm-hmm. want to wait to take the time to try to figure it out? Why do you want to actually you know, spend the time to sort of labor through uh, an idea? That's what a, basically a great coach does for you. So give us a shot, guys. If you're ready to hire a coach, and I know a lot of you are, first step is just to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you ever want to get hold of Julie and I directly, we're super simple to get hold of. It's just Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Hey, look, guys, you know, we have 50, well, almost 60 folks that work for us. You know, we're one of the largest coaching organizations, well, certainly in the real estate industry, but maybe other any industry uh, in the nation. We have uh, and are honored to coach some of the most successful agents in the country. It's our passion, truly, to help you guys succeed. If there's ever anything we can be doing for you, email us directly or just simply go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.